A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's get ready to rumble! Hey there! Do you like films? Do you like wrestling from the 2000s? Do you want to see a film about wrestling from the 2000s? Well, WrestleTalk are hosting a special screening of Ready to Rumble for its 19th anniversary at the Prince Charles Cinema in Leicester Square on May 7th, 2019. Wrestling's fake. Wrestling's not fake! Myself, Ollie Davis, Luke Cohen, Laurie Blake, Randy Andy Dat. Some Pequenel and maybe a few other surprises will be in attendance for a meet and greet before the film. And then stick around after the screening for a special Wrestle Ramble podcast recording where we'll talk in depth about David Arquette winning the WCW Championship to promote the film and what it did for the wrestling industry. Would that be Ross who jumps belly? They kind of always liked that smell. If you've not seen Ready to Rumble before, come see the sports entertainment epic that Detroit News said manages to insult not only only pro wrestlers, but also their fans. Brittany, let's go out again. We'll talk about me and you. The Matt-based masterpiece the New York Post called a toilet humor farce proud of its own crudeness. Your sister shot her first perp today. That's nice, Gammy. And if that doesn't tempt you, the Orlando Sentinel said of this barn burner brilliance, yes, film fans, there is a new worst movie of all time. Any match, any time. The Steel Cage. Steel Cage wins. So come see... Shut up, Randy! Shut up, up. you're not part of this! So come see Ready to Rumble at the Prince Charles Cinema on May 7th with your friends at WrestleTalk. Tickets are available now. Support WrestleTalk! Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. All glorious 10 minutes intro and 10 minutes outro of it. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Swaff Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? I feel like I haven't seen you today. I know. Well, you've been a very busy boy. You've been doing lots of business, business, business stuff, I... and at the gym. Yeah, the gym. I'm back at the gym, folks. Wrestle talk, get better. I was talking to my lady partner about the walking debate, whether walking is an exercise. Which it is. And she agreed with me that it is an exercise. And then I I went, you know, yeah, right, because... And then I explained how this debate came up in the first place. And she was like, you shouldn't say that to people. They're trying to get better. I was like, yeah, but it, 
you're on my side. And she went, no, don't, no, don't, look, it, if walking is exercise to them, then so be it. And I was like, no, it doesn't make me feel bad. So now I feel bad. Well done, everyone. Uh, so, so walk to your heart's content, I guess. Ollie Davis, they will be playing the part of Paige, uh, that it's all your fault. It's not, it's not the company's fault whatsoever. Um, but how was your Grease sing-along? Oh, my God. I forgot that even happened. Yeah. Mostly because every single brain cell was destroyed. There are large parts of that night that I can't remember. And it was one of those glorious nights where everyone is just as drunk as each other. None of us can remember the last third of the film. Oof. We get to, what is it, high school? No, college dropout. I can't remember the name of the song. Something, something dropout. And everything goes blank. Oof. I can't remember... That one. But you probably did do it, though. I definitely did it. There's a video of me doing it. <laughs> and we had a uh, someone, one of us wasn't drinking at all. I don't know how he stayed out till three, but he was caught sort of the, the, jur- the, the journal, the, the librarian mm-hmm. of that night. So we, we say, did we do this? And he went, yeah, you did. Did we all wrestle? Oh, I haven't told this on the podcast, you have, have I? have not, no. So... Uh, we went to a karaoke bar after the sing-along Grease. Carrying on the singing theme. Yep. And we were just all steaming because we were having pints of wine Oof. in the Prince oh, Charles. Pints of wine, yeah. mate. You get two of those little bottles of Echo Fools and you pour them into one pint glass. And that goes back very quickly when if you're having you fun. If you want to experience this live for yourself, you can come to the Prince Charles next Tuesday where Ollie Davis is going to be necking pints of wine. The same, yeah, it was the same venue. Yep. Why aren't there any good singing wrestling films? Hmm. You want it's a, a sing along wrestling that's movie? That's true, yeah. There any. aren't any. Where, yeah, they're even like as a joke one, like there was that um, musical horror movie um, called Stage Fright. Mm. So. Surely something along those lines. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like, you could have older wrestlers cameo in the film, but just a film about wrestling that is also a musical. Yeah, just take the story of Billy Elliot wrestling instead of ballet. Mm. It's all a performance. Uh, but yeah, we went to the karaoke bar afterwards. Somewhere, apparently, I booked looking at my... I'm. I spent so much money, like <laughs> hundreds of pounds. This is where your hard-earned Patreon money goes oh to. Oh, my God. I was like, the next morning, I was like, so who owes who what? <laughs> everyone owes me the what. I paid for everything. Um, no wonder everyone was having such a good time. I was going to say, big bollocks Ollie Davis over here. No, it's all on me. It's my birthday. It's on me. I don't think I, I was saying YouTube's that. I am YouTube's Ollie Davis. <laughs> it's all on me. And by most drunk, I would never have said, oh, it's on me, guys. It would have been more of, I'll get it. You pay me, pay me back tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but we, we went, yeah, looking at my, my uh, Google Chrome tabs that were still open on my phone, it was me booking all these things. <laughs> so we went to a lucky voice in Soho. Uh, miraculously, they had... A, a room for two hours on a Friday night for free. Not for free. It was free. It was available. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there and we continued to drink loads of wine and be very, very drunk. And there's loads of photos and videos of us just not sounding good, man. Oh, no. Oh, several. Go- I don't think we're on the right instrument. <laughs> there's keys. There's no keys What song there. are you singing? All the songs. Uh, Backstreet's Back All Right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, of course, a bit of Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. Which would be hilarious when you're drunk because your mind is not processing information quick enough no. for you to be in time with what Billy is talking about. We're out of out of time, yeah. massively. Like Back to the Future, just out of time. Um, so, so, so loads of songs, all the classics. I kept on trying to put Hey Jude on. And everyone would get, no, no, it's too sad. <laughs> and it would never get on. Only get like the first bar. Uh, but then at one point in the night, one of the ladies got very ill. We And she disappeared. Uh, and someone said, hey, where's that lady? And we were like, oh, she just went to the toilet. She like got like three minutes ago just now. No, it's been half an hour. Oh. We're like, oh no. Oh dear. And we couldn't find her anywhere. The girls went into the toilets to see if they could find her. They couldn't. Uh, we went to the front and asked the bouncers. Well, one of us went to the front to answer the bouncers while all of us were in the room still. And he said, oh, could you check? As she walked out. And then they looked at all the, the, the monitors, the security monitors for all the rooms. Mm-hmm. And he said you could see into all the rooms. There was a nice group of girls there just doing some Disney songs. Then there was some just guys very respectfully just and then a mixed gender group just doing normal karaoke stuff. In the middle at the bottom was us wrestling. <laughs> just like jumping off of the seats, elbow drops. I've got a massive bruise on my thigh. Ow. Yeah, from I don't I don't know what. I remember, and all of us individually have a memory like this, of being at the bottom of a bundle. (laughs) And just, I thought my chest, the bones in my chest were going to snap. Because I had four 30-year-old men on top of me. Oh, couldn't breathe. But I was laughing so hard. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was was mixed emotions. Anyway, we were all hanging the next day. I uh, didn't move from the sofa. Imagine so. Yeah. But it was great. It was a great day. That was my birthday. It was your that birthday. That was my delayed birthday celebrations. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm gutted that I couldn't be part of it, although, I mean... There were tickets there for you, man. I know, but I'm not sure we'd have made it across to the karaoke part of it anyway. I think I'm too old for that. Staying out till 3 a.m. Plus, like... You wouldn't, you, you wouldn't know. Plus, I'm so far out. Mm. That I'm like getting a, getting a taxi back or getting the tube back's a nightmare. You, but, you're, um, tra- you're trying to apply rational thought to being crap faced. Yeah, that's very true. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe not. I've never been to a karaoke bar. Never what? in my life, I've never been to a karaoke bar. Laurie loves karaoke. I know he does, but I'm, I've never been to one. Oh, that's got to happen at one point. You love, oh, yeah. I you love, love getting drunk and singing songs. Absolutely. I, I think I would have a rollicking good time as long as you are with people who are willing to get up and do the songs. What you don't want to be is with a group of people who are just like, no, I'm, I'm shy. I'm not, I'm not going to sing this one. I'll, maybe, maybe I'll do another mm. one. I'll do one later. And then it would just be me up there doing like Bloodhound Gang and Vanilla Ice. Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam maybe, Jam. yeah. Oh, I could do some Pearl Jam. Bit of Jeremy, that'd be great for karaoke. Mm. Jeremy Sparkin, last I mean, more, more Aladdin. Aladdin. Bring it to Aladdin, Muppets. Yeah. That's better. That's more fun you to actually, sing along. You missed when you came in, because I, I have my music playing in the studio mm. while I'm doing editing and while I'm sort of setting up live streams and stuff. You missed um, Pictures in My Head from uh, the Muppet soundtrack. You might have been unbearable, but I still loved your jokes. Classic tunes. Anyway, right, should we crack on into the show itself? Yes. Um, so we are going to talk about SmackDown now and how it has saved money in the bank. But do stick around because we are going to have a competition in order for you to win tickets to come see Wrestle Talk live in London next Tuesday. Here's the show. 
Kick off with the Money in the Bank announcements. We are three weeks away from the pay-per-view, which is like six weeks out from WrestleMania. It's nice, I feel. You have the 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 episodes after Mania, the Superstar Shake-Up, and now we're in the proper pay-per-view cycle of season 45 of WWE. Lovely stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah I wish I, it was better, though. I was going to say, I, I said this in my review, which will be going up after this live stream does, that after last week's pretty disastrous ratings... Uh, I thought WWE would come out all guns blazing, being like, hey, look, that was quite bad, but we need to, we're going to really step it up this week. We're going to present a really vibrant product. Not going to do any massive changes, but we are going to present something that doesn't feel like the exact same show we did the previous week. And that's just what they did here. It was, I thought this was a really boring episode of SmackDown. Mm. I, I did not really. I found myself drifting off from this multiple times, and that's a shame because I thought I've been. I think SmackDown has been easily the better show of the two throughout 2019. Yeah, it's actually watchable. Yeah, yeah, really which is. is which is nice. I I feel like it was a very low key show. <laughs> it was a show. Yeah, I don't, there's nothing on here that that was bad, like actively bad or damaging nope, to everyone. Not. But yeah, like after the raw on Monday, which was very tedious. But again, nothing terrible. It was just really uninspired stuff. It was. The, it wasn't. SmackDown was nowhere near as bad as Raw. Not nope. because it's an hour shorter. And also, they added some some things into the Money in the Bank, which at least makes it a bit more exciting. And I thought that Kevin Owens Kofi stuff was solid. For where we're at in the build for the pay-per-view, it was solid. But yeah, there was nothing to really grab you. Uh, did you see Raw's ratings I did for Monday? Not. 2.15 million. Oh no. And the third hour was like 1.89 million. Crikey, that is that isn't good. You I mean, know, I, people people love it when we talk about the ratings, so oh, yeah. please continue. You know I said uh we'll see in July, a under two million raw. Yeah, bring that forward. <laughs> I was, I was conservative it. in my estimation. We may see it in May. Uh, but anyway, these money in the bank additions. The that rather than have Alexa Bliss just in a moment of Bliss segments, which poses so many questions, like who is in charge of this show? Uh, the we, McMahon's. Yes. But the, well, they're not because we found out because like, later on in the show, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville say that Shane gave them the chance to yes. win the match. Yeah. So I'm guessing the McMahons are booking this, uh-huh, yeah. but giving the responsibility to Alexa Bliss to announce. Well, here we had the commentary team have that responsibility. And just in a graphic, no big reveal or end of the show segment, we had Finn Balor announced Ali, which is great, uh, Randy Orton and Andalade. Three of those are fantastic, and Randy Orton, sure. I don't Yeah, and, and, and I am always of the opinion that I would prefer these to be qualifying matches. Mm. Um, you know, you qualify to get into Money yeah, the Bank as yeah. opposed to just having your name read aloud and, you know, maybe adding some stakes and uh, stakes and weights to matches in particular. Uh, and, but yeah, I'm, I'm of the opinion of you. These three additions have actually made me more excited for Money in the Bank as opposed to Raw, where there was only one name that was in there that made me excited for Money in the Bank in Ricochet. I think having Bala, Andrade, and Ali in there. Andrade in particular, because I I think he's like got a win. 
I think of all those six people, I look at him as like, he is the one with the most star potential. And he's the one with the most character potential as well to hold the money in the bank. He would be... Like, him and Zelina will be so, so great with that gimmick. Mm. Are you going to say Baron Corbin? No, no, no. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to agree with you, but then I realized my logic applies to Baron Corbin. So, here's my <laughs> idea. Uh, Finn Balor and Ali then tag together to take on Randy and Andrade, which was pretty much the... It's just copy and paste stuff from the previous night. Also, it was just an ad break. Yeah. Like, there, there, this, there was no match here. There was, there was an ad break and then a finish. That, yeah, it was like a promo ad break everyone's finishing maneuvers yeah and then and ali wins <laughs> it was a shame because the end was really exciting yeah i was like wwe you know when we complain about the boring match structures you usually have do this <laughs> do this more give us high spots yeah it gets over in 2019 no no, no. what gets over is rest holds for 90 percent of the match oh yeah and then the big comeback um but andrade so ali got a jobber entrance but uh randy orton and bala also came in and then andrade and vega came out and vega is cutting a promo and andrade says wait he sort of runs down everyone i don't respect any of you yeah but then he says to his tag partner right now randy orton hey if you want to learn something, tag me in. <laughs> it was great. And I just thought, that's like, this is great. And that, yeah. that, as soon as he started speaking, I was like, ah, I think Vegas should speak for him. But by the end of it, I was like, you know what? Let's, let's run with this. And the match, like you said, was just fast action all over the place. But then Ali hit the 054 for the win. Was it the 054? I thought he just hit a regular 450. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, you're right. It was a 450. Uh, onto, onto Andrade. Yeah. So Andrade took the full. And, and he lost last week. And he lost last week. And usually WWE's mentality is, well, we're going to put the briefcase on them. We can beat them all the time heading into the match. Exactly. And that I was saying that in my head as you were talking, and I thought, they beat Baron Corbin on Monday. <sighs> Baron, there is a... There is a strong chance that Baron's winning oh, yeah. this. Uh, there is high probability that Baron is winning this. Because heat... You'll get, you'll get heat from it, mate. Heat from promos at the very least. Once the bell rings, no one will care. But heat, mate. Conspiracy theory. WWE are killing the wrestling viewership so all elite wrestling stands <laughs> less of a chance. I've heard, uh, I've heard worse conspiracy theories, so I, I think you're, you might be onto something with that one. Hey, and I think Dean Ambrose is quite obviously going back to WWE. It was all a work, sheeple! <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this this I, I enjoyed the the moves, but like you said, it wasn't a match. And uh, Orton RKO's Bala right away, but Ali super kicks Orton to stand tall. So Ali stood tall at the end, putting mm. over him very strong. Yeah, he got the pin, and he was the guy outlasting everyone at the end. So he's he's losing. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But uh, we the... we do have four. We have half. And of an excellent Money in the Bank match now. Yeah, and I think that Money in the Bank, having those tall dudes in there in the cycle path and Braun and Baron, mm. I think actually will be a nice dynamic for the match in the same yeah. way that you had Lars and Killian Dane in that um, North American Championship ladder match. I, as long as you can do some really good stuff with them and some good sort of big power spots, then it will be there'll be an excellent addition to that match. Yeah. My worry is that because it's Braun... The way the Braun matches work is that well, you just get swatted around and then Braun wins. And that's not as much fun. Do you think, perchance, Braun might charge into someone and they might move? 
and Braun might run into a barricaded area. I mean, stranger things have happened. And but, then um, he stays out for most of the match. It, there is, and then he'll come back surprisingly, and he'll like I don't know, break her ladder, mm, like yeah. snap it in half, punch it. Just <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would put Lars in the in the match. Braun Braun feels stale to me. Drew's great. I, I like I like if we're having big men in there. Use Drew, Baron Shaw. For the heat. Uh, <laughs> but then, like, you, I, I, I think Lars would be good. I think Lars would be good. Because he's got no direction. Yeah. And actually, on the SmackDown side of things, I'm a bit gutted that Alistair Black's not in the match. I'm mm. a bit gutted that Buddy Murphy's not in the match. Where was Buddy Murphy? Well, where's he been since WrestleMania? Like, they yeah. announced him for the Superstar Shakeup. He's not been on, like, he's been on less than Sasha Banks has. Mm. And, like, it's, I think this would have been a really good chance. Like the, again, I keep going back to that North American Championship ladder match because. I think it is almost the standard bearer for ladder matches in WWE in the modern era. I think of wrestling in the modern era. It is a terrific (laughs) match. And they used that match to debut Ricochet Mm, and EC3. mm. So it made a a big deal. It's like, man, you've got to watch that ladder match because that's when you're going to debut. these. And they did this a couple of years back when they split the shield and they put Rollins and Ambrose in there. That felt like it was a big deal because it's like, it's the first time they're being single stars and they're going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. And they're also feuding what's going to happen. So I, I would have preferred Buddy to be in there rather than Randy Orton because like... Orton, I don't think Orton's winning. And if Orton does win, then that's really an uninspiring oh, God, choice. Yeah. What a boring choice to win Money in the Bank in 2019. Randy bloody Orton. Randy Borton. Randy Borton. So in which case, why bother putting him in? Um, well, hopefully, to RKO, someone jumping off a ladder. Yep. Ali, 450, off the ladder. Yep. Whoop, hey! Ricochet will do his like, shooting star press into yeah. an... Yep, absolutely. Oh, five, can we do an 054 into an RKO? Does that I work? Think, I think they might have already done that spot, but I'm sure Randy can make it work. I don't know if the trajectory... Um, yeah, no, that was a shooting star. That was star. a shooting star. Yeah, that's what I said, but, like, you said Phoenix Splash. Did I? You did, yeah. Wasn't even close. Yeah. I think Randy Orton can just RKO people from out, from yeah. out of nowhere. Um, so should we talk about the women's side of things, which unfortunately, whereas whereas SmackDown, I would say, is three for four on the men's, is one for four on the women's, which means overall is one for eight overall. I'm interested. So you think it's one for four on the raw side of things or one for four overall? Uh, wait, wait Sorry, what are we I, talking about? The women's side of things. There are, I think, in terms I, of good picks. I think I there mean. are two good picks in this. Okay, well, let's go through what we said, uh, what was said, rather. So, uh, Sonia Deville well, and Mandy Rose. Bailey was announced first. I forgot about Bailey. Okay, yes. Bailey's good. Yeah. yeah. That, that, so they, okay, so we're on the same page with this then. Right. Yeah. Um, speaking of page, uh, we're on the... Um, uh, Bailey was announced at the top of the show. They did actually in three different segments for the lady folk section of the... Uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Bailey was announced via graphic because she was then going to have a match with Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, there was a segment between Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville where Mandy walks in and I was like, please be Sonya, please be Sonya, yeah. please be Sonya, please be Sonya. And she said, Shane has said we can be in Money in the Bank, but it can only be one of us. And I thought, oh, okay, so they'll have a match and that will be that will determine. And Mandy's like, I think it should be you. And Sonya said, no, no. I think it should be you. And Mandy said, yeah, it should be me. And that was it. So Mandy's in the match now. And I just thought, weren't you feuding just a few weeks ago? Like, weren't you splitting up? Why are you now the best of friends again? Alexa Bliss, Natalia, Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. 
Mandy Rose. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a moment where, so, oh, yeah, <laughs> where Mandy Rose and Alexa Bliss are going to stand opposite each other. So that's the it's the Spider-Man point. Like, huh? Mm. So yeah, so Mandy Rose is in the match. An uninspired choice for the lady folk side of things. Like, but you're going to have uninspired. Like, I would say Natalia is uninspired because she doesn't excite me in the slightest. But she is a very proficient wrestler. Mandy Rose doesn't excite me in in the ring at least, and she is. I wouldn't say the person I'd want around a ladder match with Alexa Bliss in. <laughs> I'm just, I'm very worried about Alexa Bliss's health all the time. I know. But again, I come back to that WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal, the final three of that, of Sarah Logan and Asuka and Sonya Deville. We were all on our feet going like, what a great triple threat. This is amazing. None of them are featured in this bloody match. And two of them could have been. Yeah. And they're not in an arse's roar of it. I mean, Asuka could have been on it as well. Well, she's in the tag thing. Uh, but, you know, Becky's wrestling twice. <laughs> I, I, another thing, I t- I'll get on to Asuka later. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, we've got Bailey and Mandy Rose. I've written, God damn it, that's a terrible lineup. <laughs> and then we had the, the final uh, reveals, which was just not Renee Young yep. backstage. I genuinely thought it was Renee Young. When she came on screen, I was like, oh, Renee Young's here. And then it's like, oh, no, it's it's not Renee Young. She must have come over with Michael Cole. <laughs> uh, and the final two Macdown people. <laughs> Is that what she said? She said Macdown. I, I rewound it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> because she she starts the, I mean, we misspeak all the time. It's easily done. Yeah. But it's funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, she starts it's hilarious off, when we do yeah, it. She starts off quite strong, but then she has like a half breath pause where she obviously something goes wrong in her head she gets through a bit then she says Macdown. <laughs> and I was like, that's it went wrong back here yeah that's uh, so that's good and she introduced ember moon who i thought cut a pretty good promo yeah yeah and i'm glad to see ember put into this position yeah very excited big to see fan ember. of ember absolutely and then carmella was the <laughs> last entry and i thought well, I mean, I'm not that into Carmella. I think she, yeah, she does very little for me. I don't really want to see her with the uh, the, the lunchbox again. Uh, but then I went on to the um, list of WWE personnel Wikipedia page, my favorite page on Wikipedia, because it's the easiest way for me to keep track of where people are and, and who's employed still. And I looked through who the other possibilities were, and I was like, huh, Carmella was the best choice. Because mm. it was either her... On SmackDown. Yeah, it was either her, Lana... Um, Liv Morgan or Mickey James? Hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't put Mickey James. I don't see why you can't put a tag team in there. I don't see why you could have put Kyrie Sane and Asuka yeah, in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that that brings it from here to here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Bailey, Bailey and Ember Moon. I mean, hopefully they put it on Bailey. I, I would say out of the of the bunch, like Ember Moon has got time. Who's on Raw again? What in, oh, in the oh, match? Oh, yeah, yeah. Na- Dana, Dana Brooke, Natalia, Alexa Bliss. Natalia, Aya. Dana, uh, yeah, um, Alexa Bliss, and, and no, God, I genuinely couldn't remember who the fourth yeah. person was. Yeah. yeah, of those eight, I guess Bailey is the person I'd like mm. to see with it most. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Thanks very much on Patreon to Expect a Fight. That's just well, that's yeah. what they call on Patreon, Whoa. and I didn't have another name for them, so they're Expect a Fight. Martin Santoyo talking to me. Sant- yeah. oh, it was difficult. I, I was struggling this morning. Dennis the Dijon Mustard Johnson. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. Yes, lastly. And the last one. Just incredible Edelheat. Edelheit. 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 Yeah, yeah, lovely stuff. Yeah. We'll go to the next one, which is from uh, Bless you. Animansa, who says, do you think Dominic will turn on Ray to help Joe? I think I that, that's definitely happening. I thought that was going to happen at WrestleMania. Mm. Yeah. But then we got a 60-second match instead. Uh, Benny Boy says, not at work this week, so might as well watch live for the first time. Control C, Control V for Charlotte doing what Lacey did last week. Aha! I got that joke in my review, yeah. Yeah. Aha! Yeah. Uh, Louise Marie says, trust you guys to go live just as I go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Sorry. Louise Marie. (laughs) Sorry, Louise Marie. In Australia. We've got, I feel like we've got quite a, a big Australian contingent. Hey, when we were talking about our Prince Charles show next weekend, someone said you should come do a show in Australia, like a tax rebate holiday. Yeah, we're big down under. Um, seen that film. Well, speaking of taking things elsewhere, another thing that um, Swifty said in his big donation was to bring the beer deal to America because we like beer too. Hey, we've asked them. It's, uh, yeah, it's... It's something that they are looking into. Mm. Um, they are, I mean, they've been around for a few years, but they are very much a homegrown, like they're, you know, they're sort of grown out of living rooms, really. Mm. So they, they are a growing company, but they need to expand. But yeah, that, that's, uh, that's a big undertaking to expand. Uh, Cringe says, how are you doing, Luke? You bald, son of a <laughs> I'm banshee. D- I'm doing so good. 
<laughs> um, I'm doing great, actually. I'm having a really good day. I'm interviewing Johnny Impact later, mm. and then we're going to the pub, so I'm I'm stoked. Uh, Steve Austin, probably not that one, but maybe that one. Gorilla Help Compost. Gorilla Help Compost. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> is that not? I, I actually thought that was a thing. Uh, Walu TV. Hey, Dan. What do you think? Who do you think is winning the SmackDown tag titles? Oh, well, I mean, should we save this for when we get to the review? But it is slim pickings. Mm. It is slim pickings, mate. Yeah, I don't, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I Probably Rusev and Nakamura. They are the only be, yeah. viable option. Uh, Ryan F says, I hope Andrade or McIntyre win the men's Money in the Bank match. I'd like to see Bailey win the women's Men in the Bank match. On the same page as us. Yeah, Good Andrade choices. and Bailey. Yeah, absolutely. Blind Man V2 says, Sing it, Andy. Testing, testing. I'm just suggesting the Wrestle Ramble shake-up might be the best thing. So, me up there, I guess, but that's a terrible <laughs> idea. Um, Tomo. Cheekily rolling his eyes at I us. bet you that's not a real comment. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely. Just blind trying man. to make a movement. Just added, oh, this person here says that I'm amazing and I'm a brilliant singer and I've got a massive knob. <laughs> I should definitely be in front of the camera. He wants to get an Occupy Wrestle Ramble movement going. <laughs> Yeah, hashtag boycott wrestle talk. Um, Tomo <laughs> says Ollie will interfere in the match and help Corbin win. <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be that would be you, wouldn't it? That'd be what you'd do. Mm. Uh, Kevin hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Buddy Murphy will get the Andrade treatment. Brackets won't be here for months. Pointless feuds. Uh, well, actually, that was the sanity treatment, really, wasn't it? Like Andrade got it. A bit at the start as well. Yeah, he was de- he debuted within at least three or four weeks, I think. Then had two matches and disappeared for six months. But um, mm. yeah, and it took Sanity two months to debut and then disappear for a year. But I, I think the Buddy Murphy thing is probably not far off the money. He'll just he'll be on the roster but not do anything for a year. A Bliss and Murphy not together anymore. Well, so a lot of people have pointed this out because the mandate apparently backstage is they want to keep couples together. Yeah. But Bliss is on Raw and Murphy's on SmackDown. Mm. But then again, they've, they've been separated previously anyway because he's been on 205 Live so they've always been separated mm. I don't think they are but um, you don't think they are no I don't think they're together they're in Splitsville I oh, know uh, Brad Grove says Superstar Shake Up still isn't finished is Michael Cole on Smackdown now what the flip <laughs> watching from Australia keep up the good work speaking of Buddy Murphy well they're, they're just trying to you know they're trying to get those ratings and, and Michael Cole is a person yeah sorry I was just googling um, whether or not uh, they are still dating um, this is uh, from Russell Talk. Alexa Bliss shoots on relationship with Buddy Murphy. Oh, that was ages ago. That, <laughs> weirdly, that keeps being really popular. Anytime Buddy Murphy does anything, people read that. Um, anyway, Jobber JJ. Uh, they're engaged. Says, they're engaged in uh, January twenty thirty. Uh, January twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, well done to them. Um, why are women always friends and not competitors? And um, because the uh, company that the promotion is largely written by men and. That seems to have created a probably unconscious but very uninformed way of presenting women on screen. Yeah. Uh, Armless Ambidextrous says, crap gimmick wrestling more longer, more slash longer. More so, slash longer. So do more, uh, more crap in, gimmicks. More yeah. entrance. Mm, uh, yeah. I, I like the backlog. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Black Saw Hex, no message, but nice little donation from Black Saw Thank Hex. you. Invoke Dragon says, who would you put Buddy Murphy against in his first feud? Balor. Yeah, Balor's good, and then just win the Intercontinental title. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Establish him as a as a, a top mid carder mm. right from the get go. Uh, Victor Vega says something weird. Uh, <laughs> Wesley Martinez says just one question: What the heck was that new Bray Wyatt promo? I'm with Graves. I can never sleep again. 
It's great. And yeah, it was, it was amazing. Love it. Yeah. Sociopath is still the word of the day. Mm. Uh, Louise Marie, who said that, uh, who moaned earlier about sleep times, uh, said, "Come to Melbourne, the city of expensive beers." <laughs> oh, well, now you're selling it to us. We'll bring our own. Yeah. We'll just bring a crate. We'll bring beer fifty two with yeah. us. Uh, Kareem Hanafi says, "Lukewarm Steve Austin." I don't know if he's saying that you look like Steve Austin. I, well, guess, I guess so, yeah, because I'm stone cold, isn't exactly it? Exactly, so I'm lukewarm Steve Austin, ah, yeah, because nice. I've got bald and the goatee. Uh, and lastly, from Brent Everett, and then I'll run off to see my leaky package, uh, <laughs> was at SmackDown last night, Black had a dark match with Mahal, and a good amount of the crowd was chanting, he deserves better. Who had the dark match with Mahal? Alistair Black. Black. Alistair Black, right, okay. God, wow. <laughs> what, what, a, what a match. What a feud. Yes, yeah, right, right, I'll be back in five minutes. Okay. Cool. Uh, so the episode of SmackDown kicked off with Michael Cole yeah. in the ring. I am. Um, so I, you said that you thought this segment was solid, but I, I was immediately against this segment. Mm. Uh, a, Michael Cole was there, and I, I don't find him an engaging on-screen presence. And then the next thing, he brings down Kofi Kingston throwing pancakes, and I'm like. Mate, you got turned on yeah, last I week so. by Kevin Owens. Your best friend was powerbombed onto the apron. And here's me thinking, Woods is far too injured. That's why he's not coming out with Kofi. Kofi's there flinging pancakes like absolute not a care in the world. And Byron says, goes like, I think Kofi's putting on a real brave face for because of what happened last week. And I'm like, this sucks, man. Like, there's a brave face and then there's... There's just <laughs> acting normal. And then he gets into the ring. And I do not know how this got so far in the scripting stage to get to this point. They then spent nearly 10 minutes recapping him winning the title. How does this happen? It's been three weeks. We're recapping him winning the title. They were going back to Elimination Chamber. And I'm like, there are more pressing matters at hand. His friend was powerbombed into the apron last week. Finally, they get to Kevin Owens. And I just kept thinking to myself, this is half a Friends episode. This is half a, wow. half an episode of Seinfeld has been dedicated to them recapping something that's been happening for the last couple of months that didn't need to be recapped. This was diabolical television. This was dreadfully, dreadfully bad television, and I hated every single second of it. It made me, put me in such a bad mood. Getting up at half past five, I'm sweating. Getting up at half past five to watch this show, and they're just telling me stuff that I already know. It was it really wound me up because I thought it's so inconsistent yeah. with all characters in the ring. It's inconsistent with the story. It's inconsistent. I it just, I just, I didn't like it at all. I guess yeah. But when you put I'm it like when you put it like that, uh, maybe it was the later stuff that I enjoyed. I like the later stuff. The later yeah. stuff was great because it was at least it wasn't Kofi coming out and saying. Here's what I did at Elimination Chamber. Here's what I did at WrestleMania. Yeah. Here's what happened last week. <laughs> no, I'm sad. Yeah. Uh, it was Michael Cole doing it. I I thought Michael Cole wasn't annoying here. He was genuine. You mm. could tell that Michael Cole wanted to say these things to Kofi and be able to have the sort of public forum to be able to say things to him. And that was quite lovely. But then it is infuriating going through www.com and seeing all these pictures of Kofi Kingston smiling. And I'm like, mate, why are you smiling? Yeah. Why are you smiling? Uh, but I, well, when Kofi went serious and delivered a promo... I, I, I don't think he gets enough credit for his promos, no, actually. He's very good. He's really good. Yeah. And he, he, like, he, he's so authentic. And he really believes in all the believe-in-yourself mantra. And that's why he was so great in the lead-up to Mania. Mm, I think yeah. that's what, I mean, it's, a lot of the crowd like behind him, or the crowd getting behind him, was down to you know this 11-year journey. But I was also down to his great promos. And his promos sort of selling people that might not have been sold on Kofi mm. Kingston into buying into him winning. I, thought it was, I think he's great. Yeah. Uh, but as, as much as I like Cole... He did jump the shark when he looked at Kofi dead in the eye and said, 
your title win was possibly the greatest WrestleMania moment ever. I, you say, I've heard you, we reviewed WrestleMania 30. 30, and he said that about the opening segment of the show yeah. with Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, and uh, The, the Rock. Rock. Yeah. It's just, it's just a phrase to say. Uh, anyway, finally, Kevin Owens comes out. After, after an entire Teen Titans Go episode, <laughs> Kevin Owens comes out. So I was going to say, I thought Kofi's explanation for why they trusted Kevin Owens was, was really good. Because with a new day, we see the positivity in people and everyone deserves a second chance. Yeah. Look how I got my second chance. And it was, that works. And he even said, like, oh, maybe I should have seen it coming. Which I think is a really, like, that's a good character flaw to have. Of being like, yeah, maybe I should have seen it coming, but I didn't want to see it coming. I wanted to trust this guy, and I think that's actually really nice because he's so, he's so much about the positivity. And I thought that is a very consistent character trait that they told in this episode as yeah. well. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Ko comes out. He tells Kofi that nobody thinks you're championship material, yeah. which I like. The problem when he said that was. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably do think that. Well, Billy Billy Graham certainly doesn't well, think so. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you just if you haven't watched WWE for a while and you click on and you say, "Oh, what Kofi Kingston is champion," and then Kevin Owens says that, yeah, I, I don't. I just I think when he won the title, that's the time to drop all the unworthy stuff and just be like, "You've proven yourself." Yeah, you won. On the, you you won. won on the biggest stage. Now let's build feuds. And motivation around something else. Yeah, I, th- I think it makes people look worse. And uh, Xavier awesomely runs in to beat up Owens, but Owens super kicks him really quickly. Yeah, um, I actually saw someone present a really interesting theory mm. that I would have really liked. Actually, it was back before they did the Kevin Owens turn, which is that Vince McMahon planted Kevin Owens into the New Day, and that would uh-huh. explain the whole thing of why he brought him back, and that would sort of actually tie all these storylines together. And he did it to try and, like, he put Kevin Owens in there to try and fracture New Day because Vince doesn't want them to be a group anymore. And I was like, what a great little story that would have been. Like a viper in the family, but, like, the other way around, where the bad guy is trying to split up the good guy group. Uh, but no, he's just turned heel. It's got nothing to do with Vince McMahon, apparently. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I think that still raises questions about why, why he was put in the match in the first place uh, a few months ago. But then Kofi was backstage telling Xavier in the trainer's room, Look, don't do that. I I'm, I can take care of myself. So, but it, not from a bad place, from a very, I want to protect you. I'm the champion. Mm. You know, I, I really felt like Kofi was a proper hero in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. We eventually got the serious Kofi that I was after. So, mm. you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not demonizing the whole show based upon that. But you're right. Yeah. The, the first part of the, this, this story was, was a bit ridiculous. <laughs> then we got Bailey versus Becky Lynch, where Bailey is unceremoniously announced in the Money in the Bank match. <laughs> there, there she, she is. She's <laughs> <laughs> in a graphic. But they had a really nice match, though. I thought it was a good mm. back and forth action. Uh, I actually really liked this. I think it's match of the week in WWE. Yeah. Yeah, 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 easily. I like from the opening hip toss, and Bailey just gets straight up and looks at Lynch in the oh, face. Great, I moment. thought it was great, and then shrink screen ad break. I I wanted this to go longer, but that, I I mean I just wish. So what happened is Charlotte caused uh, Bailey went for an elbow drop. Becky caught her in the disarmor, which was a really cool spot, and made Bailey tap. Charlotte runs in and punches Becky. And she booted her. But booted her. So yeah, I'm to get my her and Lacey Evans mixed up. <laughs> to get into the Spider-Man meme. So now Bailey has lost two weeks in a row. Fine about last week. 
Why couldn't this week, Char- if, she, if you're going to have Charlotte run in, just have Charlotte run in? Well, I think the story they're telling, and they were, they were talking about this on commentary, which is why, uh, and I say, the, say this in my review, although it is Control-C, Control-V from what they did last week with Lacey Evans, I think here they did it for storyline purposes, which is, even if Becky does manage to defend both her belts and money in the bank, someone's going to have a briefcase mm. and they could just run down and beat her up afterwards and leave her laying. So even she has got the uphill task of defending her title twice anyway, but actually she's got multiple people coming after her on that night. So I actually think the way that this was set up was actually quite nice. And I thought it told quite a nice little story. There's that side of it. I just, uh, well, don't book Bailey in this position to lose again. Well, I would agree with you there because Bailey's whole point of her promo last week is you've never beaten me. And now Becky has beaten her, so... Yeah. I guess that, that that's a moot point now. And for, for everyone getting excited, oh, well, maybe Bailey. this is a fresh start. She's definitely shown a more serious side. I loved how she acted in this match, even though last week I was making fun of her for being emo Bailey. I thought she was great here, but she's been beaten twice, mm. back to back. All the time she's been on SmackDown, she's lost. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not optimistic about it. Uh, and about Becky, and I, I mentioned Asuka earlier on, I thought the whole point of Asuka beating Becky at the Royal Rumble was so Becky had a challenger coming out of WrestleMania to say, I've beaten you. Well, yeah, but then the Iconics needed challengers. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's the tail wagging the dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd imagine... And perhaps, you made the tail. Perhaps I, I'm perhaps I'm projecting here. I mean, this is purely speculation on my part. Perhaps the idea was they thought they were going to continue the feud with the Iconics and Boss and Hug. But those plans sort of fell apart when some of them started to lay on locker room floors. So, and then they had to change those plans. And that's why we've now got Asuka and Kairi Sane. Because I'll be honest, that doesn't feel like that was a long-term plan. That was very much a last-minute decision. Yeah, well... What, you t- are you saying Paige, Asuka, and Kyrie Sane isn't a well-thought-out, coherent gimmick? I mean, it's... Yeah, maybe yeah, I am. Uh, so, yeah, that that happened. Alistair Black had another promo. He talked about fear this time. Ooh. Spooky promo. Mm. It's... Yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's, the hu- it's fine for a while. It was mm. fine when Bray Wyatt did it to start off with, but then it just became rambly rabbits. Yeah. Uh, not not most recent um, Rambly Rabbit. Uh, Randy Andy Datsun has rejoined us. <laughs> I thought Pete was coming down. And I think everyone wants to know what was Your leaky the package. leaky package. Uh, Randy Andy Datsun can't say and his it's leaky for, it's for package. It's for private parts. It's, no. <laughs> uh, it's for someone who sometimes watches this. It's for Tomo. Yeah, it's for Tomo. Tomo. Oh. <laughs> You've caught me. Uh, no, it's just um, a uh, an edible liquid. So it is for private parts. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. Um, but it's just uh, one of the uh, one of the containers had split. Edible liquid, eh? Isn't that that um? What was it? Red Bull slush thing? Oh that yeah, Sonic the only diet with slush in it. Red viscous slush. I haven't stopped thinking about this Red Bull slush. Slush is a gross word. Yeah. Like, I don't want to drink something that's called sl- slush. sounds like a baddie from Captain Planet. Like, I don't think that is that doesn't sound appeasing. Uh, anyway, we got the Hardy Boys coming out for their announcement next. It was with in the ring with them. Uh, oh, uh, Kayla Braxton. It was Kayla Braxton. Jeff was selling this really well. He was on crutches and he says, like when Kayla's well, you know, what What have you got to tell us? And he goes, well, it's probably easier to show you. And introducing 
his goddamn video package that wasn't even really about him. It was a video package for Lars beating up Kurt, beating up all these other guys, and then beating up Jeff in there. I know, but I think that's quite a nice... They've turned a negative of Ugh. Jeff getting injured and applying that to Lars, and I think now Lars, a character portion, he put Jeff Hardy on the shelf. Popular wrestler Jeff Hardy, Lars has injured him. Yes, I'm not... That's great. I think that's a great direction. The video package is what I've got issue with. And Jeff introducing the video package. Oh, the guy that really beat me up and has caused me to have to relinquish the tag team titles. I'm going to have to get surgery. I'm going to be out for ages, he we said. We never got to defend these belts. Here's a video package hyping that guy. <laughs> in, in feuds that I wasn't even a part of. Yeah, it's bad. That you, you, when you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're I right. I hate it. <laughs> um, right, so should we talk about the terrible state of the tag team division mm. so who we got hardys have relinquished the belts there are here are the teams that are left on smackdown that could possibly win the belts rusev and shinsuke nakamura new day who seem to have their own problems at the moment they're tied up elsewhere and injured and injured uh the b team the colognes heavy machinery and at a push the Singh brothers not even Gallows and Anderson. No, nope, because they're on Raw now. So, like, that is... That's your tag team lineup. And as I say in the review, like, okay, Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura, they're the obvious people to put the belts on because they're the only credible team that you've currently got there. And even then, I wouldn't even say they're a pretty credible team because they never win anything. I would say Heavy Machinery out of the bunch. But you could do a babyface chase with Heavy mm. Machinery against the heels of Nakamura. But then that point is that if you feud with Heavy Machinery, well, well then what? Because there's no other teams for them to face that have got any form of credibility. Another Franken team. Yeah, it's it's a sorry state of affairs. It's embarrassing. And a state of affairs that WWE have created. And yeah, you've got loads of people injured at the moment. But you're also in control of who's on what roster. And you're still trans transferring people between the two brands. So balance out the divisions a bit more. It's just baffling. Or merge them. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, Jeff says he needs surgery. He's going to be out for a long time. Matt reveals they're vacating the tag titles. And then Lars Sullivan comes down. Felt genuinely scary just because Jeff looks so injured on mm -hmm. the crutches. Matt tried to defend him, uh, but Lars beats him up. Lars goes for Jeff, but our truth appears with a chair. Hits Lars on the back. Lars no sells and then punched a chair out of Truth's hand. It's pretty badass. It was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. And then Powerbomb's Truth. Jeff gets away. I thought but Jeff doesn't get away. Do you see where Jeff was? No. Jeff was on the floor selling something. I went back because I was like, man, Jeff took a bump. I thought he got out the ring. Well, he does because Lars gets out of the ring and you can see Jeff lying on the floor selling. And I was like, oh, when did Jeff take a bump? I must have missed that. So I went back. He doesn't. He leaves the ring and then just lays down on the floor for Lars to make his exit. It's probably a smart move. Just hide. Play dumb. <laughs> possum. Play possum. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I thought they were gonna have Jeff take a bump. I didn't know how injured he was, but because he didn't take a bump, it's obviously pretty serious. Yeah. Uh, then we got the men's Money in the Bank participants announced. Then Asuka and Kyrie Sane, your fave, took on some jobbers. You can tell they're a proper tag team now because they've mushed their themes together in the worst way possible. Dun, 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 dun. That bit at the start yep. from JBL. And then you have Asuka's music, and then. That stops at a random point, and Kyrie Sane's music plays, and then it stops again at a random point. And that's, that's not mixing songs together. That is pressing stop and start. 
it is very bad. That's what 14-year-old Ollie Davis used to think DJing was. <laughs> I used to turn up the volume. I used to turn the volume down and turn up another yeah, one yeah. on two different CD players I had. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, mix it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep, so they... they uh, when, when they came out... At least you faded down. And and they had the the robes and everything. I thought, man, Kyrie Sane and Asuka look awesome together. And then there's just this page in the middle, towering over both of them, <laughs> all in black. Looks nothing like either of them in the clothes that she's wearing. I just thought, come on. I said from the start, this doesn't work. And it the more it goes on, the less. No one has given me an actual explanation as to why they are an act. This is. Uh, I've got a racist explanation for you. <laughs> okay. Well, Asker and Kyrie. Oh, they can't speak English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That is about the only explanation I can see. Mm. But a kayfabe reason. Yeah. Um, well, Paige scouted some talent. And one of those but talents why? was the, you know, young up and comer Asker who's beaten everyone and Former is amazing women's anyway. Former champion. Former women's champion who still doesn't seem upset that she lost her title just before WrestleMania. Uh, anyway, the Iconics were on commentary. They, they were, were funny. Great. And they were so, so great. Oh, it was amazing. And Kyrie same one with an elbow. Yeah. Then we got the Sonya Mandy Rose stuff backstage. Then Roman Reigns came out. <sighs> this was a segment, wasn't it? I didn't mind it. There are elements of this that I don't mind. In mm. fact, actually, I would argue the vast majority of this I really liked. Yeah. So Reigns comes out, he says he's still the big dog, and SmackDown's his yard now. But Shane interrupts, and I just thought, God damn, I'm sick of you. I, you, you, You're pushing me on one brand, Shane. If I have to deal with you twice a week, and that's that seems to be what we're getting. Uh, McMahon family own all the land, he said to, to Roman. Roman says he's going to beat him up. So who does Shane bring out to have a handicap match with Roman? The B team, B team, rah, rah, rah. Boy, I've not missed this act. Mm. They haven't been around for a while. And as soon as their music hit, I was like, God, I've not missed you. I haven't missed you in the slightest. But there was some some saving grace, and that was the special <laughs> guest referee was Elias. I wasn't the special, he was the special oh, guest enforcer. enforcer. Sorry, yeah. Uh, so I mistook him for the ref as well. I was like, why is he outside the ring? In a string vest. He, a string referee vest. He looks so funny. <laughs> and he comes out and goes, Dring. Hello, I am Elias. <laughs> I, yeah, cut to commercial. I, I, that was funny. I thought he was going to say, Dring. I am the ref. And I was like, I, it really, really made me laugh. But then, I mean, God, do you want to have a stab in the dark in what happened in this match? Roman took on everyone. Well, he was worked over for a long period. But then he beat up everyone and overcame the odds and won. And that, as a finish, the final yeah, 30 seconds of this, love it. Love Roman coming back, overcoming the odds. Problem was, 90% of it was a Bo Dallas headlock that doesn't look like it hurts, doesn't look like it's making him pass out, doesn't look like he's even stuck. It's just there, and we're just watching him do it. Then they cut to ad break, they come back, he's still doing it. It just wouldn't end. And, and there's it's, two of them. It's boring to watch. Yeah. This is not an exciting way to book wrestling matches. It's a really boring way. This is exactly what happened with Drew at WrestleMania. It's a boring, boring match. And we keep having to see it every time Roman and, and Roman wrestles. And that's why people don't bloody like him. Mm. He's a tremendous wrestler. And they keep booking him in boring matches. And this was boring. Yeah. 
Uh, the, the la- but the last, last minute was great. couple of minutes was really good. It was it was proper sports entertaining. Uh, Roman somehow managed to pin, but the referee was pulled out by Elias, and then Roman had to beat up everyone. There was a great bit where he chased Elias round the ring, saw Curtis Axel was on the apron, and just did that drive-by drive by, drop yeah. kick. I thought it was really cool. And I, then, I think B-Team and Elias did such a great job of selling mm. for Roman's offense. I thought they were wicked. And then uh, Reigns punches Elias when Elias has the guitar to get him. Spears Axel, the original ref, comes in. One, two, three. Crowd were hot for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the problem is... It was it was rough going. Yeah, and for the first two thirds. Yeah, Firefly Funhouse, same as Raw, still great. Still great. Um, I wish they just kept this on one brand, but they obviously don't know what they're doing. No. Uh, then we got the <laughs> so, WWE. It's obvious they don't know what they're doing. We get the hot takes on Wrestle Ramble. Uh, Banner and Ali beat Randy and Andrade. Then we got the Women's Money in the Bank announcements on MacDown, and then finally we got the KO show. With Xavier Woods. Yeah. Do you want to do you want me to recap it? Yeah. Okay. Well. I thought I spoke for a bit, so I was oh, passing oh, very everything. nice. But I thought I spoke quite a bit during that Roman match where yeah, I had my little right. meltdown, so um, I thought I'd, I'd pass across. Speak very much. Shut up, Randy. <laughs> uh, my turn, your turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, Owens came down and he said that you might have noticed that uh, all the gimmicks have gone from the Kevin Owens show set. I don't need sofas. I don't need signs because I'm not like the New Day. I don't need superficial things surrounding me. It's kind of the promos we sort of expected Daniel Bryan to be cutting when he was feuding with Kofi Mm. Kingston. But they sort of turned it around and didn't really go down the vegan routes with him. Instead, went down the B plus route with him. And yeah, it just said like, uh, uh, well, I was going to interview Xavier Woods, but he can't come down. But I thought this might happen, so I've got an action figure from a, a deluxe figure set. He's got a lot of them, because Blue Day like a lot of like pr- crap that you don't need, and he puts it onto the chair, and then he gets that little biggie one. The biggie's got a little cast around it. That was funny. Thought it was funny, and he puts that there, then kicks the chair over because he doesn't want to interview them anyway. And then here comes serious Kofi Kingston. The Kofi I was expecting to see at the start of the show. It was it was awesome because so good. Owens is doing this stuff in the ring, and you, the camera's focusing on Owens, and then you hear the crowd go <gasps> because, and the music hasn't hit, and then the camera cuts to the entrance ramp, and Kofi's just standing there, no entrance theme, nothing, and he just runs down, and I thought that is. Like, that's Cap. That's Captain America stuff. I would have had this segment open the show. I would have... Mm. If, I, if I was booking yeah, this, yeah, I'd yeah, have yeah. had this segment open the show. Kevin Owens coming out to interview uh, Xavier Woods. And that you can write uh, uh, Woods off for the week because he took the power bomb onto the apron and you just have Kofi. No entrance, yeah. no big... Oh, none of that. Just yeah. coming straight down to the ring. You have the big pull-apart brawl. And then you end the show with the tag match uh, with the big Ali win. Give that more time. Um, I don't think that would have been a much much nicer show. Or Becky versus Bailey. Or I Becky thought versus could, Bailey, could yeah. have easily main evented this show. Yeah, that's 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 perfect. That I, I've got no no additions. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, Kofi beat up Kevin Owens. Owens got a bit of shine back, but then Kofi stood tall at the end, and yeah. Owens left through the the arena. I look, I I think that is really solid stuff. Three weeks out from a pay per view, it's what we said last year, where they would do that. Like that's the angle for your go home show, reading reading a letter. Yeah, but the the really really fiery and intense stuff was two three weeks out. So hopefully this now builds next week and has a huge go home angle with maybe Biggie and Xavier returning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I yeah I it was a two out of five show. Oh, you'd give it a SmackDown? Huh? What would you give? I it? gave it a SmackDown as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but a lot of I saw some people on Reddit say worst 
week of WWE television and living memory. And I thought, no. Well, yeah, it's, actually, you're right. That happens every single week. But that, like, there's there's much worse weeks. Like last year was was much worse. Absolutely, than, than it was. Years, so. Yeah, this was this wasn't the worst week of TV. It was just a boring week. Mm. There were, it was a nothing happening week. It was one of those weeks where we sit down and we had to come up with two different titles for two different videos, and we can only think of one title. And then you get to the second one, and you're like, I don't know, where else is there to talk about? Yeah. Dean Ambrose. <laughs> uh, so let's have some su- 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 super chats. Yes. I'm surprised there isn't more super, super, super chats about the John Moxley video. Oh, also, also, remember, everyone, uh, stick around because we're going to be playing WWE 2K19 on Screen Stalker, live streaming that with Laurie and Simon and Chopper Pete. Uh, as soon as this video finishes, so oh, you could put the link. I will do. Yeah, in the video description, Andy's going to put that in there for you to click and have that window open. Mm. Uh, and thank you to everyone because it's been a very generous day indeed. Thank uh, you. Jay Z starts the second batch of super chats with, "What do you think of Sasha returning at Money in the Bank and costing Bailey the briefcase if she's staying?" Thanks, gent. Oh my god. Finally get that Sasha Bailey feud that's been in the works now for no. two years. <laughs> no. No, Sasha Banks needs to go to if she's coming back, I don't think she should. But if she does, she's gotta go on Raw because Raw has nobody. Yeah, no, I'm one hundred percent agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Keep her far away from Bailey. You want a feud with Tamina? <laughs> Uh, um, Rocky Balboa says hey Russell Talk question Luke what is my name in Patreon my name is Rodrigo Benitez oh you were in uh, yesterday's uh, Patreon shout outs your um, Patreon's personalised ring announcer yeah I remember that yeah it was Russell Talks Russell, Russell Talks, Talks sorry yeah. yes Russell Talks yeah um, an Alberto Del Rio joke yes. yeah uh, Cringe says yo Randy could you show Ollie and Luke my profile pic what is it? It is a picture of him wearing a very large hat that looks like a flower. Fantastic. Sweet. That sounds, sounds like a sounds solid good. profile picture. Yeah. Uh, my uh, uh, half-orc has that in my Dungeons & Dragons party. It's like a little helmet that allows him to talk to plants. That's, nice. that's exactly how we picture it. It's like hmm. a little flower coming out the top of it. Um, Isaiah Fakire, who I believe is a picture of the hate. Haitian flag as his background. Uh, flag could, knowledge. Should NXT UK <laughs> have the Euro belt? Just off the top of my head, <laughs> uh, I think it's the Haitian flag. Should NXT UK have... Seeing that we're talking about profile pictures now. Yeah, seems that we're talking about flags on the subject of them. It is, yes. I, I was looking it up. <laughs> yeah, just, just to confirm I was correct there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, should the, the NXT flag. UK have the Euro belt for their mid-card, you bullies? They haven't got a mid-card. You, yeah. you, need to, you need to have a <laughs> mid-card for a mid-card. They are the mid-card. <laughs> uh, oh, we're, we're so down on NXT UK. We're down on WWE's presentation of yeah, NXT Yeah, absolutely, UK. yeah. It was done for cynical reasons. Yeah. Uh, Devin Banks says, thanks, Andy, for your flag knowledge. It's really helpful. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> he says, add to Raw ratings, midnight, mid-card night Raw. Uh, uh, mid, mid-card night Raw? Yeah. I guess like Monday Night Raw. Yeah. yeah I, I guess, guess that's, that's quite, a, I might steal that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, small Afro Games, no message, but he has a two different <laughs> donations. Now, I believe that is Jaron Walker, who emails us in quite a bit. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's one of our uh, long-time listeners yeah, and emailers yeah, yeah. I knew in. Jaron Walker. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Mr. Michael Law, 2011, says, did you guys talk about the John Moxley video? There it is. We haven't talked about it on this yet. What? What a freaking video promo. It's incredible. I was loving it anyway. And then there's a shot of 
Moxley, I guess I should start calling them that now, walking along the street with his back hunched and the music's going. I just thought, this is next level. This is what my my adult mind wants wrestling to be. If this is part of All Elite Wrestling, very excited. Yeah, it was great. Really, really cool. It was awesome. And it was very symbolic. Mm. Mr. One says, who would you book to win and winner takes all uh, AJ Styles versus Kenny Omega versus CM Punk match? <laughs> well, winner takes what? None of them <laughs> None got wrestling. titles. Yeah. <laughs> winner takes winner wrestling. Takes, winner takes wrestling. Huh. Huh. Well, I think, I think the viewers would be the real winners Absolutely, of that yeah. match. Yeah. Whoever wins, we all win. Mm. Yes. Uh, Ryu Dante says I work overnight usually during the week and your videos mostly get me through the night keep up the good work guys thank you very very thank much you. thank you very thank much you. Uh, Tomo says Tomo. Tomo I really, didn't really know how much I wanted to have the Iconics hands on hips <clears throat> on commentary <laughs> oh, iconic they were I loved them I, I've actually gone back and watched it again hmm. for a second time because they are so funny and it is just how they as soon as like a big move will happen they'll just distract themselves with something else because they don't want to be putting over how good the move yeah. is and then as soon as like the other get on offense they'll be like oh no they're really great they're, hmm. they're amazing I thought it was very funny one point she called her Ariel she's like come on Ariel oh because she, she had red, red hair, hair and, and green, green yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that got you but going but even better because she was like yeah, go get it, Ariel. And then as a beat, and then Billy Kay goes, I like that Little Mermaid reference. <laughs> uh, play the high note, says Money in the Bank will suck. Bring on the Saudi show with stars. Yeah, we're talking. Now yeah. we're talking. That yeah. Saudi show. Saudi show. Quiet, oh, yeah. Quietly announced a Saudi show. I don't think that's going to get any TV plug. Do you reckon? I think they're going to keep it very quiet. It'll be like a big old house show type thing. Bill Goldberg. What a crappy Bill. epilogue. Do you know what? There is a, um, we've got an article going up on um, WrestleTalk.com about uh, the stars of Ready to Rumble and where are they now? And obviously Sting is in that movie. Mm. And the, the article was structured of being like, you know, what do they do in the movie? What do they do after? And where are they now? And then the portion of where are they now talking about Sting, they were like, he's you know, basically retired from wrestling. Although he has very publicly spoken about wanting to have a match with The Undertaker. And then the writer says... And the only place that will likely happen will be at a Saudi show where there's lots of money on the table. So, And I suddenly thought, you're absolutely right. That's never going to happen at WrestleMania, but it could very well happen yeah. at a Saudi show. Yeah. Uh, Benny Sato says, hey. Hey. Ooh, Andy! <laughs> <laughs> or if you're Ollie, how do you do it? Ooh, Andy! Yeah, so it's just wrong. Um... Lord Immorgal says Bailey should win the money in the bank. Becky should defeat Charlotte. Lacey come close to beating her but lose and then attack Becky after which Bailey cashes in and walks out the biggest female on the roster. But then but you've that, got Bailey as a heel. And also she's on Raw then. Because she's beaten you said Lacey Evans nearly comes close to I guess to if they cash in they can cash in on me. Yeah you can cash in on either belt I reckon. Yeah. It, it doesn't oh, matter. I suppose, yeah, 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 no, yeah you're absolutely right. Yeah that's my mistake. I, I wouldn't do that though. No, no me neither. I liked it all up until the Bailey part. Yeah. Uh, Kevin says, I think WWE will discreetly move a team from Raw uh, to SmackDown. So I guess the Superstar Shake is still on, I suppose, for the belts. And you said it earlier. To... You said it slightly off mic. I'm not sure if your mm. mic was on, but I think you are right. Yeah. If he's better, AOP would be a good shout to go across. So it'll be the Usos. <laughs> <laughs> be Gallus and Anderson. Because they've already moved over one. Na no, like, Naomi's no, on Raw anyway. No one remembers. 
Uh, Brad Grove says, will WWE bring up any NXT tag teams to SmackDown for the titles? If so, who? It's not a bad show. the worst show in the world. Street Profits, they need something to do. Hmm. I just, it, it, makes me sad, it makes me sad though because they're going into a tag team division where there's no one else to face. Like they'll be the they'll be the top dogs, but then like who are you feuding with? Mm. Uh, Sean Turner, I've mentioned uh, the Bailey to turn into the female Sting. My idea to have Sting mentor Bailey, give her a bat, and slowly build her up until Sting gives her his own bat. I love no it euphemism. even more. I love it even more. Uh, it's it's so goofy. I love it. Who looks at Bailey and thinks Sting? Sting. <laughs> that guy and now this guy right here. I love it. Uh, Santiago Villanueva says. Great name. Love uh, it. How long will Kofi's title run last? Do you think Fox will have an influence, uh, a big influence on who they want to be the champion when their deal kicks in? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think Fox will have a, a big influence on that. Spike had an influence on TNA when they got onto their yeah. team. Well, at least according to Jeff Jarrett, anyway. That's why that's why Jarrett had to win the belt from Raven. <laughs> Because <laughs> Spike wanted it, but you know, my hands are tight. My hands guys. are tight, guys. I've got to be the champion, I guess. Uh, the villain TV says, "I prefer you guys than watching Raw any day." Oh, thanks, mate. Thank you. Which actually, actually isn't that much of a compliment. I yeah, I guess it's a uh, it's a uh, damning with faint praise. Yeah, yeah. but I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather graze my knee than being punched in the face. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, we should definitely put him in front of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Tomo says Roman Reigns equals Mr. Rest Hold and Chin Lock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean Turner says this is what's going to happen at Money in the Bank with Miz. So this is the same guy with the Bailey idea. Uh, (laughs) My new favorite booker. (laughs) It will end by Miz dropping Shane off the cage onto a table. I doubt Miz will take a high drop off the cage. Oh, it was basically the Kevin Owens finish they did last year with Braun Strowman. Mm. Wait, Owens win. Owens won because they throw him off. And that kind of plays off the WrestleMania finish where mm. Shane only won because Miz did a move to him. Mm. I can see that happening. Yeah. Uh, Jobber JJ says, as a Jobber, Jobber's record is 1-29 to versus Kyrie and Asuka. Oh, is he talking about the, the Jobber team last night? Could Just be. like how the Iconics had a Jobber team record? So. Mm. Cool. Uh, Victor Vega. This isn't actually that weird, but it just says, Truth is, I'm Byron Saxton. Oh, okay. Now you know. And the more you know. Uh, Shaded Bear says, I swear I'm going to put you in a song that I write about a Galloway girl and a perfect night. It's uh, Ed Sheeran. Sheeran, It's not. But I'm assuming Galloway, I suppose that could be Drew Galloway. I don't know. It's too basic for my tastes. Ed Sheeran is like, he's. Vanilla. He I, is vanilla music. I saw him at Glastonbury headline, <laughs> and I was so bored. I left two songs in. Wow. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. I went to I went to go down a slide instead. <laughs> there was a slide, and I thought that slide's going to be open because yep. everyone's here being basic. Being, I'm going to play on the slide. So vanilla, just the most generic, simple music. You're basic, Ed Sheeran. Remember to. Do the plug. Good plug-in. Thanks, mate. Uh, but before we get that, let's see if does we've it, got Does anything. that really work as well, seeing that there's probably about an hour of podcast episode in between you saying, we're going to have a competition, and then you saying, I remembered the plug. Uh, in what sense? In terms of... Just like, from a listener experience. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because for them, there has been an hour's time. It's like going into the quantum yeah, realm. Yeah. For, like, for you, it's been an hour, but for us, it's been 30 seconds. Um, so maybe, mm. maybe there is like, it's not as cohesive a listening experience as you and I might think it is. Um, 
Anyway, uh, let's have, before we get into it, I'm going to uh, read out this email first that comes from uh, Ib, uh, Ibhiram. Abhiram. I'm going to say Abhiram. Uh, hello, Luke, Ollie, Laurie, and finally coughs Swaff Nation. Long story <laughs> short, I went for a haircut the other day, and I said four on the sides and cut in with scissors on the top, and don't make it look too small. This is a barbershop mm. window story, of course. The main reason I wanted to send this email was for Ollie. I was on the swim team, and the other day I had to shave my entire body so I could go as fast as possible. Also, just so you know, I'm not a very hairy schooler. Uh, a very hairy high schooler, sorry. Anyways, I didn't want to shave with a blade because my skin is pretty weak and I honestly didn't want to risk bleeding. So I thought uh, I brought this cream home. The cream works really oh, well. No. I basically put it on at least three minutes, make sure you spread it out and not to rub it, then clean it off with a damp cloth and take a shower, and it doesn't take that long. Since Ollie's hair gets too long, using this cream once a month would be a great idea. The hair would, would come completely off your body, so that would help a lot. Oil. Yes. Oil. Hmm. I've, uh... I've I've heard some horror stories though about men's hair removal. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's if if you want to laugh, just I think it's Veet. I've just done a quick Google. Yeah, we had this on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just some awful reviews. Um, how much it hurts and the burning sensations. That chap there also. Um uh, emailed in an 80% fad you might want to, you might like this one uh, they came up with the Batman symbol when they saw the gap between a person's teeth it looked like a bat the symbol and name were hence created what whose teeth look like that yeah, he doesn't say so maybe that's part of the oh, 80% oh that's dodgy fad. I'm, not, I'm not sure I can get along with that 80% no. fact unfortunately we need we need like in pointless they've got the graphic of how <laughs> much percentage I think that's a pointless fact yeah <laughs> Uh, all right. Okay. So let's have a uh, get better story. This one comes in from Matthew Perry. But... I'm not going to say anything. Sorry, I, I stepped over your Matthew Perry reference to uh, the Big Bang Theory, I presume. Uh, yeah. Well, of where course. Ma- Matthew, Matthew Perry, very stars, famous yeah. for, uh, for... Was he on the Big Bang Theory? No, he wasn't. That's a god-awful show. Isn't it just... Do you know who loves that show? My dad. My, my dad loves it too! My dad will watch that show every goddamn day because it's on E4 every bloody day. And he will just sit there and he'll watch it for an hour and he'll just chuckle to himself the whole way through. You're not actually laughing at jokes. You're laughing at the canned laughter in between the awkward pauses yeah. from what they think is a joke. Which just means you've put something on to feel like you're laughing with people. Yeah. And that's depressingly sad. There's, um, I was watching a video about the downfall of The Simpsons and they had on there a clip from The Big Bang Theory but without the canned laughter yes. in it and how it just feels like an empty existence to be a part of because there's just long pauses in between people saying things mad awkwardly. And the, the things they're saying are not funny. No. I really hope when we get older and the, like, the generation now, like what Friends is to us, they don't look back at The Big Bang Theory as, wow. What a moment from our childhood. What an influential show yeah. it was. Because that is a show that essentially did Nerdface um, for one season and then thought, this comic stuff's actually a bit boring and it's hard to make jokes about because none of us read the comics. Um, shall we just do Friends? Yeah, let's just do Friends. We'll just introduce some more female characters and we'll just do Friends. But again, mm. yeah, and it became... I mean, it wasn't that great to begin with, but it's got incredibly worse but back to Matthew Perry yes please 
Oh, well, this is your... no, not you mean friends Matthew Perry or this Matthew Perry? This Matthew okay, Perry. Okay, this Matthew Perry. Email of Matthew Perry. <laughs> uh, hello to the Wrestle Talk gang. Brackets with obvious exceptions. I just wanted to give you an update on my Wrestle Talk Get Better. I emailed several months ago saying that I was training for a half marathon military rock march in the mountains Oof. of Tennessee. I just completed the march with a final time of three hours and thirty three minutes. Oh my god! With a pack weight of forty pounds. Holy crap! That's uh, what's that? 40 what does 40 pounds equate to? Do you want it in kgs? I want it in the kgs. Kigs. Give me KG. some kigs. One second. Wait for my laptop. 18. 18 kilograms. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a good grief. I, you're one of those that's people. Like, that's baby weight, isn't it? No. That's, no. I mean like a lot of babies. Yeah. Like two babies. If you gave birth to a 40 <laughs> pound baby. That's that's decimate. That's the snap yeah. down there. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah. The, when I was running the marathon, someone overtook me with a giant keg on their back, and I was just like, "Ow, mm. this this hurts me." That guy did an hour and ten minutes better than me with a forty pound weight on their back. It was that's, a hard marathon, phenomenal. though. Bearing in mind, it's a good point. Oh. Oh, no, I'm much better than him, then. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I I'm not meant to... No, I, no, that's really good. I'm not meant to be down on people's I've achievements. I said this to you as well, because my wife listens to this <sighs> podcast. She goes, oh, he's very negative on people when they email and they get better. He's just very quick to be like, well, that's rubbish, because yeah. I do better. Yeah, I, yeah I, it's, a, it's a character flaw. It's a character <laughs> flaw. I'm trying to work it through. It's only something I've been made aware of over the weekend. It was a blind spot. Well done. You did really well in your half marathon. I personally didn't I did listen to <laughs> purposely didn't listen to any wrestle talk leading up to the event and just listened to the podcast while I conducted the march. Huge thank you to the SWAF Nation for inspiring me with their stories of betterment. In just two weeks, I'll commission as an armor officer in the US Army and begin my military career. Wrestle Talk has got me through a lot of tough times, and I will always be grateful for what you gentlemen have created very respectively. And he has sent uh, an image. Um, because he said picks or it didn't happen. Uh, and there is our friend his Matthew forehead. Perry. Oh, well played, sir. There he is there. And there is his bag. Uh, marching in tribute to all of those who have fallen in honor of SSG Paul J. Johnson. Oh, very man. nice. Look at these lads all going on a march. Lads and ladies, I guess. Oh, beautiful stuff. There's his time. Well done. Well done, Matthew Perry. Uh, right, so do you want a competition? Yes. So, uh, you might be aware, because you'll have heard of it at the top of this episode, but we're doing a live show. What? Next Tuesday at the Prince Charles Cinema in London's Leicester Square. It's a gorgeous Leicester Square that's filled with tourists and people doing crap shows in the middle of the street. <laughs> uh, but we are going to be oh, doing... Oh, I hate them. Oh, the it just creates too many crowds. Italians. Italians <laughs> just flock to them. Yeah. Italian students. And it'll just be a dance crew. Oh. A dance crew just dancing to songs I don't have time to hear. Yeah. And there's a Burger King there. There's uh, several cinemas, a casino. And usually, if it's, if it's the day, a 17-year-old knobhead who thinks he's the next Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. I was there the other week. Uh, in, it was when I went to go do the Street Fighter um, screening. And there were two guys who were dressed up like horror characters. And one of them was dressed up as Chucky. And I'm like, oh, you know, he's dressed up as Chucky. And their gimmick was they would just chase up to people to make them, like, you know, to scare them. Mm. 
he was not acting like Chucky, and it was winding me up a tree. He kept going and going like, man, I'm Chucky. And I'm like, that's not how Chucky acts, though, is it? You're not being true <laughs> to the character. You're confusing him for Freddy Krueger. Anyway, that's by the the Halloween series. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's by the by. But we're doing a live show in London's Leicester Square, the Prince Charles Cinema, screening the cinematic classic Ready to Rumble. We have got some really cool surprises lined up for the screening. We're very, very, very excited about it. We're going to be doing a live podcast recording that you may not hear. You have to come to the screening if you want to hear this live show. Is it a recording then? Uh, well, it, it is being recorded. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Um, and we will be, might release it to Patreons, we don't mm. know yet. Um, and we're going to be talking about the career of David Arquette and his impact on the wrestling landscape. And you can be there with us if you haven't bought your tickets already. Obviously, buy tickets. But you could also be in a chance to win tickets by entering in our competition. And all you have to do is answer this very simple question. In Ready to Rumble, there is a triple-decker steel cage match, which WCW then used in an actual pay-per-view using real-life wrestlers. What event did it take place at in the year 2000? Ooh. Answer, uh, send it to... Well, this uh, isn't even multiple choice. It's not even multiple it's a choice. genuinely hard question. Genu- I, I don't know it, actually. Oh, well, I mean, I do. I was watching it earlier. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, email luke at wrestletalk.com with the subject heading PCC comp that's p-c-c-c-o-m-p at to luke at wrestletalk.com for your chance to enter this excellent competition that's p for pterodactyl c for champer c for champer yes yeah yeah <laughs> i think we're going to do the um uh, the rest of the thing as well then like the comp as well oh man uh c for champer <laughs> yeah. uh o for i don't know any non-phonetic words that begin with o datsun we should go live. We, we yeah, should we, go we should live. go live. Sorry, anyway. Yeah, we've got to go do a show now. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, Laurie and I will at the very least, for the NXT review. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 